Welcome back, my friend, to another exciting episode of The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of NemosNewsNetwork.com, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news and TheSarahPayam.com, the hidden His Story of the World, archived before it's deleted. I'm calling this one, Israel Started It, Hamas Terrorists Invade Israel in Coordinated Revenge Attack, the Nakba. 2.0 ensues. We're going to go through what the Nakba is and why it's relevant to you and so much more on this deep dive into what is really going on in Israel. Some facts that you should know before the propaganda sets in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So the Khazarian Jewish country called Israel is at war once again. Big surprise. This time with civilians, again, as they are retaliating against Hamas, allegedly. Now they're saying that Hamas launched thousands, 2,000, 5,000, depending on who you're asking, rockets into Israel all at once and provoked this, but we'll get into that. Um, of course, this was not unprovoked. However, um, let's get into the context. I'm going to give you guys some backstory on this. The fake news is going to give you one side of the story. I'm going to give you the other side of the story. I don't actually have a side in this. Uh, both sides have evil to pay for. However, um, it's pretty much a one-sided war of actual missiles, actual military aircraft, and actual like uh, carriers and tanks and advanced weaponry and troops versus largely farmers and goat herders and women and children on the other side and this is the perhaps culmination of something that they started a long time ago we're going to go through topics like the nakba we're going to go through topics such as israeli aggression and control of the unfolding narrative around these events um if you are lucky enough to even get the palestinian perspective you're probably going to get some sort of a controlled op twist to it so let's go through the actual history here. And let's go through the, what's happening now first, and then we're going to go through the history. And of course, if you're paying close attention, you will notice that not only will the fake news, of course, push Israel first attitudes and positions and perspectives, and everyone else is an evil, mean terrorist, and the Jews are always the poor little victim. However, and I apologize, I'm babysitting little Enoch, and there's some toy noises in the background. Um, he likes to play with the Legos and smash the walls with his little club. Hey, buddy. Anyway, so there is a, there's, a, uh, there's a push going on even more subtly than that. If you're paying close attention, you'll see that popular accounts who discuss this on social media are being inundated, flooded with accounts that are basically trying to make Palestine look like the bad guy, trying to show graphic gore videos, the kind of stuff that usually quickly gets banned anyway. 
But suddenly it's totally allowed and everywhere, in fact. Even the media will show some of these, you know, very graphic gore videos. And frankly, it suits their narrative and therefore it gets allowed. That's how it works. Uh, do Palestinian soldiers who have probably lost their babies to some sort of uh, Israeli bomb, uh, do they get angry and do things they shouldn't do? Absolutely. Um, are there horrific incidents of violence or even torture on both sides? Yes, there is. But basically, when you really look at the, um, the facts here on the ground, this is a war of attrition, a war of defense, a war of goat herders and farmers doing their best to survive and reclaim their land from an invading parasitic army that has the West's full support with all of the money, all of the weaponry, all of the missiles, the Iron Dome defense, all of it, and the greatest spy network on Earth. It is also worth mentioning that 50 years ago to the day, October 7th, war erupted in the Middle East, just like now. You see, the reason these dates continue to rhyme over history is that they're working off of a particular religious agenda which has particular holy dates, or unholy dates, if we're really getting to the truth here. The Talmud is the anti-Bible from Babylon, and that is what they really worship. That is their real holy book. They don't actually follow the Torah. Meanwhile, Jews in Israel shout death to Arabs and promise a second Nakba, which was a catastrophic destruction of Palestinian society and homeland back in 1948. So. This is just an example of history repeating, and we're going to get into the Nakba a little bit tonight. this comes with Israel's Air Force, paid for largely by U.S. tax dollars, bombing the hell out of civilian targets in the Gaza Strip. Don't forget to shop Patriot with our Christian Patriot sponsors, redpillliving.com, where you can detox the deep state, and thegreatawakeningcoffee.com, gourmet and organic coffee from around the world, where our specialty 
is waking people up. You can go for my favorite products like Sleepy Joe, which is an amazing night's sleep, all natural, no chemicals, no uh, liver toxicity or long-term damage to the brain like some of those over-the-counter and prescription sleep aids. And after you get an incredible night of rest with Sleepy Joe, despite your many worries that are very much justified in this time, you can wake up to a cup of steaming Bali Blue Organic Gourmet Coffee with TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com. We have the world's most powerful antioxidant, Carbon Shield 60, also at Red Pill. So many other incredible products. Check it out while supplies last. And without surprise, we see loudspeakers from mosques all over Jerusalem calling on Muslims and Palestinians to rise up and wage jihad, or holy war, against the IDF forces and the Israeli government. Israel is claiming over 5,000 rockets were sent against them. Now, if this is the case, then Palestine's doing a better job than I thought. But Hamas only claimed a few hundred. It seems like a couple thousand rockets showed up out of nowhere, were added to the numbers, kind of like they did with COVID and kind of like they did with the hollow hoax that never happened, for which there's zero evidence, though six million didn't happen. They're all liars. They got paid to lie, in fact. So this over 5,000 rockets sent against us in the middle of the night lie is now being used to um, justify violent, aggressive destruction against civilian populations. Full-on ethnic cleansing as Israel declares war against a people that don't have a real military, against a people that they've already conquered. As Israel with a powerful military, declares war against the people that they've already conquered and whose nation they occupy. Largely women and children whose sons and daughters have had enough. But I'm not justifying what some of them are doing. There's evil here on both sides. When an enemy conquers your nation and you don't have a military or military bases, the only way to resist becomes guerrilla warfare. So people hide in the streets, they take to the streets, they hide amongst the people, and the people protect them because they're protecting the people. Historically, guerrilla warfare is incredibly effective and difficult to root out, but not for the Jews. You see, the Jews will simply bomb an entire hotel building to send a message. They simply don't care if there are women and children present. In fact, they tend to enjoy it if you actually look at some of the interviews with these horrible IDF soldiers and retired veterans bragging, laughing about raping children and women and torturing men. So when Palestine shoots over some sort of potato rocket and Israel responds by sending a fighter jet to destroy an apartment building, you'll have to forgive me, but 
it looks like our supposed greatest allies over there are simply butchering civilians and claiming victimhood. Yet, yet again, the old cry-bully tactic. They cry as they lash out at you. It looks like new techniques are being rolled out, new tactics learned from probably watching what's going on in Ukraine right now against Russia. People are using drones to drop small explosives directly into the weak areas of tanks to take out Israeli tanks in this attack. It's a new era of warfare when three to four hundred dollars of equipment can take down millions of dollars of infrastructure. When one small toy can destroy a million dollar tank. And here's where it gets really interesting. The Taliban, freshly equipped with $80 billion or more in U.S. weapons and supplies, are asking Iran for free passage across to assist Hamas in Gaza in the war against Israel. This means the U.S. will be funding and equipping both sides of the slaughter as the Middle East kills each other. Well, more or less, the Jews kill everyone around them in their unending conquest of their neighbors. For a long time now, Israel has occupied Palestine, tortured them, murdered them, killed them, raped them, beat them, abused them, and even done things like pour cement into their water sources in order to force them off their own land. According to them, some of the worst atrocities of all time happened from the Germans holocausting the poor Jews in World War II. This, of course, never happened, although they did Dresden and the Holodomor to us during that time period. However, I digress. It's ironic, though, juxtaposed against that alleged history, that Zionist Jews would imprison thousands of Palestinian civilians, including women and children, within 22 Zionist-run concentration and labor camps that existed from 1948 to 1955. Not only that, but many of them were systematically murdered and tortured. You would think something like this would never be allowed to happen by the UN, but you would be wrong. On May 14, 1948, Israel declared its independence. Each May 15th, Palestinians solemnly commemorate Nakba Day. Nakba means catastrophe, and that is precisely what Israel's invasion and independence has been for more than 700,000 Arabs and their 5 million refugee descendants forced from their homes and into exile, often by horrific violence, to make way for the Jewish state. I hope that you have found this video to be of some value. If you did, you know what to do. Please like, share, and subscribe at theserapayam.com and nemosnewsnetwork.com and support us. Shop Patriot with our Christian Patriot sponsors if you can. Donate if you can, if it's not a burden. 
and try to help us to share the links. I mean, it's really important to share these links. I know they're offensive. I know that they step on some people's toes and deeply offend less than 2% of the world population. However, my people perish for lack of knowledge. This knowledge, specifically, help me to share it so they may not have to perish. Help me to save whatever we can save. Help me to wake them up. That's our mission. And if you're listening to this, it's your mission too. We'll see you on the next one. Nemos out.